Hey guys, today I have two things to talk to you guys about. I don't normally do two things in one episode, but today I'm kind of bored and I think it'll be great. It'll be great. So yeah, let's just get started then. Number one, the things I've got to say is people always mess up in life, right? And there is no way that you cannot, but you can minimize it. So the first thing I have to say today here we are. So number one, stop taking so much notice of how you feel. How you feel is how you feel. It will pass soon. What you're thinking is what you're thinking. It will go too. Tell yourself that whatever you feel, you feel. Whatever you think, you think. Since you can't stop yourself thinking or prevent emotions from arising in your mind, it makes no sense to be proud or ashamed of either. You didn't cause them, only your actions are directly under your control. This is the only proper cause of pleasure or shame. Let go of worrying. It often makes things worse. The more you think about something bad, the more likely it is to happen. With your hair-triggered prim to notice the first sign of trouble, you surely find something close enough to convince yourself it's come. 3. Ease up on the internal life commentary. If you want to be happy, stop telling yourself you're miserable. People are always telling themselves how they feel what they're thinking, what others feel about them, what this or that event really means. Most of it's imagination. The rest is equal parts lies and misunderstandings. You have only the most limited understanding of what others feel about you. Usually they're no better informed on a subject and they care about it far less than you do. You have no way of knowing what this or that event really means. Whatever you tell yourself will be make-believe. 4. Take no notice of your inner critic. Judging yourself is pointless. Judging others is half-witted. Whatever you achieve, someone else will always do better. However bad you are, others are worse. Since you can tell neither what's best nor what's worse, you can. how can you place yourself correctly between them? Judging others is foolish since you cannot know all the facts, cannot create a reliable or objective scale, have no means of knowing whether your criteria match anyone else's, cannot have more than a limited and extremely partial view of the other person. Who cares about your opinion anyway? 5. Give up on the feeling guilty. Guilt changes nothing. It may make you feel you're accepting responsibility, but it can't produce anything new in your life. If you feel guilty about something you've done, either do something to put it right or accept you screwed up and try not to do so again. Then let it go. If you're feeling guilty about what someone else did, See a psychiatrist. That's insane. 6. Stop being concerned what the rest of the world says about you. Nasty people can't make you mad. Nice people can't make you happy. Events of people are simply events of people. They can't make you anything. You have to do that for yourself. Whatever emotions arise in you as a result of external events, they are powerless until you pick them up and decide to act on them. Besides, most people are far too busy thinking about themselves and worry what you are thinking and saying about them to be concerned about you. Number seven, stop keeping score. Numbers are just numbers. They don't have mystical powers. Because something expressed as a number, a ratio, or any other numerical pattern doesn't mean that it's true. Plenty of lovingly calculated business indicators are irrelevant, gibberish, nonsensical, or just plain wrong. If you don't understand it or it's telling you something bizarre, ignore it. There's nothing scientific about relying on false data nor anything useful about sharing your life by numbers that were silly in the first place. 
Eight, don't be concerned that your life and career aren't working out the way you plan. The closer you stick to any plan, the quicker you will go wrong. The world changes constantly. However, carefully analyze the situation when you made the plan. If it's more than a few days old, things will already be different. After a month, they'll be very different. After a year, virtually nothing will be the same as it was when you started. Planning is only useful as a discipline to force people to think carefully about what they know and what they don't. Once you start, throw the plan away and keep your eyes on reality. 9. Don't let others use you to avoid being responsible for their own decisions. To hold yourself responsible for someone else's success and happiness demeans them and proves you've lost the plot. In their, it's their life. They have to live it. You can't do it for them. Nor can you stop them from messing it up if they're determined to do so. The job of a supervisor is to help and supervise. Only control freaks and some others with a less serious mental disability fail to understand this. 10. Don't worry about your personality. You don't really have one. Personality, like ego, is a concept invented by your mind. It doesn't really exist in the real world. Personality is a word for the general impression that you give through your words and actions. If your personality isn't likable today, don't worry, you can always change it. Uh, so long as you allow yourself to do so. What fixes someone's personality is in one place is a determined effort on their part. Usually do continually telling themselves they're this or that kind of person acting on what they say. If you don't like the way you are, make yourself different. You're the only person who's standing in your way. This is the end, uh, this is the end of the first part. Now let's get started for the second part. I'm feeling good today, so uh, I'm hoping you guys like this. The second part is about your exercise habit. So if you guys like finish your exercise habit or something and then you want to start all over again, but you can't because you're feeling too tired, well, it's okay. You can finally admit it. It's been two months since you've seen the inside of the gym, getting sick, family crisis, overtime at work, and school papers that need to get finished all kept you for exercising. Now the question is, how do you start again? Once you have an exercise habit, it becomes automatic. You just go to the gym, there is no force involved. After a month, two months or possibly a year off, it can be hard to get started again. Here are some tips to climb back on that treadmill after you have fallen off. But number one is actually don't break the habit. The easiest way to keep things going is simply not to stop. Avoid long breaks in exercising or rebuilding the habit will take some effort. This may be advised a little too late for some people. If you have an exercise habit going, don't drop it at the first sign of trouble. 2. Reward showing up. Woody Allen once said that half of life is showing up. I argue that 90% of making a habit is just making the effort to get there. You can worry about your weight, amount of laps you run, or the amount you can bench press later. Commit for 30 days is number 3. Made a commitment to go every day, or even just for 20 minutes, for one month. This will solidify the exercise habit. By making a commitment, you also take pressure off yourself in the first weeks back of deciding whether you go. 4. Make it fun. If you don't enjoy yourself at the gym, it is going to be hard to keep it a habit. There are thousands of ways you can move your body and exercise, so don't give up. If you've decided lifting weights or doing crunches isn't for you, Many large fitness centers will offer a range of programs that can suit your taste. 5. Schedule during quiet hours. 
Don't put exercise time in a place where it will easily be pushed aside by something more important. Right after work or first thing in the morning are often good places to put it. Lunch hour workouts might be too easy to skip if work demands start mounting. Get a buddy. Grab a friend to join you. Having a social aspect to exercise can boost your commitment to the exercise habit. 7. X your calendar. One person I know has the habit of drawing a red X to any day on the calendar uh, he goes to the gym. The benefit of this is it quickly shows how long it has been since they've gone to the gym. Keeping a steady amount of X's on your calendar is an easy way to motivate yourself. 8. Enjoyment before effort. After you finish any workout, ask yourself what parts you enjoy and what parts you did not. As a rule, the enjoyable aspects of your workout will get done and the rest will be avoided. By focusing on how you can make workouts more enjoyable, you can make sure you want to keep going at the gym. Number 9. Create a ritual. Your workout routine should become so ingrained that it becomes a ritual. This means that the time of day, place, or cue automatically starts you toward grabbing your bag and heading out. If your workout times are completely random, it will be harder to benefit from the momentum of a ritual. 10. Stress Relief What do you do when you're stressed? Chances are it isn't running, but exercise can be a great way to release stress, releasing endorphin which will improve your mood. Next time you feel stressed or tired, just try doing an exercise you really enjoy. When stress relief is linked to exercise, it's easy to regain the habit even after a leave of absence. 11. Measure Fitness Weight isn't always the best number you track. Increase in muscle can offset decreases in fat, so the scale doesn't change even if your body is. But fitness improvements are a great way to stay motivated. Recording simple numbers such as the number of push-ups, sit-ups, or speed you can run can help you see that the exercise is making you stronger and faster. 12. Habits first, equipment later. Fancy equipment doesn't create a habit for exercise. Despite this, some people still believe that buying a $1,000 machine will make up for their inactivity. It won't. Start building the exercise habit first, only afterwards should you worry about having a personal gym. 13. Isolate your weakness. If falling off the exercise wagon is a common occurrence for you, find out why. Do you not enjoy exercising? Is it a lack of time? Is it feeling self-conscious at the gym? Is it lack of fitness know-how? As soon as you can isolate your weakness, you can make steps to improve the situation. Start small. Trying to run 15 miles your first workout isn't a good way to build a habit. Work below your capacity for the first few weeks to build a habit. Otherwise, you might scare yourself off after a brutal workout. And lastly, go for yourself and not to impress other people. Going to the gym with the only goal of looking great is like starting a business with the only the goal to make money. The effort can't justify the results, but if you go to the gym to push yourself, gain energy, and have a really good time, then you can keep going even when results are slow. So this is the end of my episode, and I hope you guys had a great listen. There were two things I had to say in this episode, and yeah, I hope you, it's in, in, interesting for you guys. Yeah, now I'll say thank you. Hit the like, subscribe, and share, man. And I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.